0: Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I am joined uh, today by a hip-hop artist. Um, His latest record, uh, The Grump, came out last year, and uh, I'm excited to talk to him about his passions, artistry, and why he does what he does. Jermaine Event, welcome to the
1: show. Hey, what's up, man? How are you doing, Ben? I'm pretty good, man.
0: Um, Yeah, just... uh, hectic uh, time of year, a lot going on. So just trying to do one thing at a time. But uh, yeah, I'm all I'm all right, uh, how are you?
1: I'm pretty good, pretty good. Things are, you know, it's pandemic, everything. We've gone through so much craziness, you know, past year. But I think things are starting to get a little bit normal, back to normal, you know, maybe even a little bit better if you use the time wisely, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, I uh, got my first vaccine dose uh, two weeks ago now I'm getting my second one in two weeks so uh looking I'm, forward to uh it being just done
1: I'm still black and paranoid you know that uh <laughs> that they're running experiments it's like half of me is like I need to go get it right now and The other half is like but well, what if like in 20 years they're like oh if you've taken that vaccine you may be eligible for a cash payout or something that's like in my mind but I don't know I we'll see what happens
0: <laughs> it's valid that's valid yeah. for sure but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm just glad that uh, there's like sort of a light at the end of the tunnel right now that, you know, I think that we're going to have some sense of normalcy by the end of the year. So um, what we do on or what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. And so uh, Jermaine, I believe this is our first time meeting in person, like actually having a face to face conversation. But I know we've we've been connected on social media for a while. Mm hmm. And I, yeah, I remember coming across uh, the grump last summer. Uh, we published that on Breaking and Entering.
1: And, Appreciate uh, you guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, no problem. It's definitely um, got some comedic touches. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's humorous, but also, you know, um, it's also genuine. And uh, I'm excited to talk about that as well as what you've been working on lately. But first, we typically start. Uh, So first, uh, Jermaine, are you originally from Milwaukee?
1: Yes, born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
0: Uh, What what part of the city did you grow up in?
1: Uh, in The the hood, man. I mean, originally I grew up, I was on 8th and Belit and Hillside, the Hillside Projects. Then I lived on like 40th and Clark for a bit. And then most of my life, I lived on like 32nd and North. So like just all the worst areas in the city, man, (laughs) is where I'm from. (laughs)
0: hey so I, I feel there's nothing wrong with that um mm-hmm. yeah um got you so you know you know the real Milwaukee oh yeah <laughs> definitely for sure so um I'd love to hear a little bit about growing up like when you were a kid what did you listen to uh what did you have playing on playing in the house
1: I mean, I pretty much listen to everything. Like, I mean, when I was a kid, I remember like the Fujis and all that being on the radio. Like the radio was a much different thing back in the early 90s. You know what I'm saying? So like, I listened to pretty much everything. And like in the early 90s, like professional wrestling was a big thing. So I listened to like rock and stuff from that too. So I just pretty much listened to everything, watched MTV a lot. You know, I listened to everything.
0: Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, How did you like kind of first uh, spark an interest in making music yourself like where did that come from
1: um I would say like I've always been like I've always had a passion for it like when I was like I always remember this I was five years old K5 I memorized all the lines for Gangster's Paradise and I was like so proud of myself but like I don't know I've just always been into music but I, I started writing uh the day after 8 Mile came out like I remember watching that movie and seeing Eminem like just sitting on the bus and just having that sheet of paper and it had all the lines on. It and I was like, that's what it takes right there. Like just being dedicated with it and always having a little notepad with me just to write down ideas that would pop into my head from time to time. So like, yeah, about like 13, 14 is when I started writing.
0: Yeah. That's dope. Um, Yeah. I didn't end up actually seeing that movie until I was in like middle school or something, but uh it's um yeah. A movie like that is can definitely inspire like a kid to, see what they can do you know Mm
1: -hmm. it definitely made me want to pursue it all like i don't know that movie just like my wife i tried to make her watch it like recently and she's like this is one of the worst this is some of the worst acting i've ever seen but uh, but i'm like as a child i was like dude this is amazing like just the dedication and everything he was doing and i was just like i'm i'm doing it (laughs)
0: yeah
1: fuck the free world yeah (laughs) hell yeah Yeah. dude yeah um sure
0: so uh where, where would it go from there
1: so yeah, uh, so 8 Mile happens, I start writing. I would say like, I, uh, my buddy Thereton in high school, I went to Rufus King, uh, my buddy Theraton he rapped like, well, so I used to sell like mix CDs, you know what I'm saying? Like back in the day when nobody, everyone didn't have like iPads and things like that, I'd sell mix CDs. So he gave, like we would trade CDs and he gave me one and it, it had a song with him on it, like he was a rapper. And I was just like, oh man, I rap too, I was like, uh it's like 15 16 at this point and i'm like oh i rap too and he's like oh cool maybe a couple weeks later he's like uh he's like hey you want to come hang out like saturday or whatever i was like yeah let's kick it and uh i come over and he's like oh you're a rapper right well i got a song for you to get on and i like at that point like had just been writing like rhymes here and there i had no idea how to really write a verse so i was like panicking in my mind but we went to the studio his friend's house on like 38th and center and um Yeah, 38th and Center. And then we recorded in his, well, no, they, he recorded in the basement, like he worked on the song and then they thankfully gave me the song. They didn't make me like write and record right then. And uh, we didn't go back to the studio for another like two weeks. And it took me about two weeks, like to write the verse, but yeah, then I wrote that and it was a song called Catch Me. It's pretty like back in those days, I was pretty, I was, I thought I was the most hood person in the world. So, you know, it's just like crazy lyrics, but like, yeah, that was when I started. And uh, I wasn't really sure if it was good or not, but then like strangers who knew him would hear it and say like, dude, you're the only one of us that can rap. And I was like, oh, all right. Maybe it's all right.
0: So oh, it um, had to be affirming.
1: Yeah, no, it was definitely uh, <laughs> like 16. Cause I don't know. People, uh, I don't know, they, they, they like my raps. They have, they, people have tend to say good things, so. Yeah.
0: Right on, dope. Um, so that was in like the mid-2000s. Yep. Sure. Um, what was like your your first like full body of work, like your full tape?
1: Um, ooh, I wanna say it was like a random project that I probably put on like Myspace that I called like the Effortless Effort, which was probably like a five or six track EP I don't even, I don't even know if I own those songs. Like, I don't have the copies of them anywhere. I probably have to, like, look on MySpace or something. But, yeah, I think it was called, like, The Effortless Effort. And I probably put that out when I was, like, 18, something like that.
0: Do you, you, like, make CDs or?
1: What do you mean? Oh, did I, like, press? No, I didn't press any copies, no. I
0: was going to say, it might be in someone's car. Who knows, you know?
1: I mean, I probably, like, just not, like, a professional-looking copy, just, like, burnt a cd and wrote on it or something like that that might be somewhere that was Um, a
0: big thing in the 2000s for sure mm -hmm. Um,
1: i I I got i got swindled by quite a few people who were like oh i got this cd man i'm a rapper i got young jeezy on it and i buy the cd and yeah young jeezy was on it was like a young jeezy song that they weren't on (laughs) like like, i got swindled quite a few times
0: (laughs) yeah i remember yeah like I got stopped and like bought a CD from some dude when I was like 16 at the gas station. And like my friends and I would listen to it. We're like, oh, this is this is pretty cool. I mean, five bucks,
1: you know, so mm-hmm. I miss I mean, I miss that hustle a little bit because like, I don't know. I felt like more of an organic way to just get someone to listen to music and actually make a fan. But at the same time, if you don't really have a chance to listen to everything, I'm not going to purchase anything from a random person in the street like yeah
0: yeah i, I wouldn't do that
1: <laughs> yeah. no definitely not
0: um what have been some of like your biggest influences i would
1: definitely say eminem uh lupe fiasco uh i loved like fort minor which is like mike shinoda's like rap group off i love lincoln part two uh just like i don't know man anything with like energy daft punk uh gorillas dude like anything i can Get my hands. I just listened to this new JoJo album that's fire. Oh, like, tight. You, yeah, dude, I, I listen to everything, so, like, I'm inspired, by dude, the new Lil Nas X Montero, just so amazing. I had it on repeat. I'm like, yeah. how is this controversial? It should be controversial as the most amazing song to come out in 2021. Right. Like, it's so great, like, but yeah I, yeah, I listen to everything, man.
0: Actually, like, yeah, there was so much controversy generated about the video that, like, people are forgetting about the actual song.
1: Like, it's so good.
0: It's, <laughs> it's bop, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> Yeah, actually, and I just actually, uh, I was spinning um, Discovery by Daft Punk the other night, so, you know, bummer that they, bummer that they just broke up, but uh, at the same time, like, you know, they had their run.
1: They definitely had their run, because, like, as I'm saying, I was watching, like, the One More Time video when I was probably, like, what, like, eight or nine years old, you know what I'm saying? So, like, they've they've had their run, you know.
0: (laughs) Certainly, yeah. Um, So, um. How about uh, like performing? Like, have you been much of a performer like over the years?
1: Well, so back in the day when I was I was part of the crew, of higher education records, uh, you might be a little yeah. familiar with them. So yeah. we would do shows all over the place. We At one point, we were doing like two or three shows a week. So like I've pretty much performed at almost every venue in the city. But my name just wasn't on the marquee. It all said higher education records.
0: Shout out to higher education. Yeah. Um, Moses is dope uh love slang troubadour great great guys for sure
1: i don't know slang too well uh he joined the crew kind of when i was like in the on the fence of what i was gonna do you know so i haven't really had too much contact with slang but you know everybody else is the homie
0: yeah yeah for sure yeah they're they do they do good work out there
1: i saw Um, recently they posted like they were gonna do a like a live stream show it looks pretty cool like they're put like perform like practicing they put up some videos that looked pretty dope shout out to them
0: hell yeah yeah absolutely um so um when did
1: you become
0: uh tremaine event like where where does event come from
1: (laughs) well i mean honestly like i mean my original rap name was uh (laughs) was musket and it was just like and, and I would just like you know, kicking it back old school or, or popping off old school is what I would say. Uh, but I, I got that that from like Malibu's Most Wanted when they like the scene, they like put a fucking musket or whatever. I thought that was pretty cool. But like then I changed it to just main events. And then like here comes like the floodgates of like a thousand other main event rappers saying, hey, you're using my name to make music. And then I just Googled your main events, which was not used. And I was like, I guarantee all these idiots names are Jermaine, but here I am going to take it and I'm the first one to use it. So it's mine, (laughs) but Jermaine event, you know, uh, I put on a show, you know?
0: Yeah. There you go. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, that's actually a, a pretty, uh, clever reclamation
1: there. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, tight. Uh, so, um, yeah, as you would go into like the 2010s, like beyond the 2000s, yeah, like what were you up to primarily? Like, uh, how were you uh, operating in the scene?
1: So, like, originally, um, I had met like Mammoth um, or Charlie Cooks through mm-hmm. uh, my buddy John. Uh, I think he goes by Trailfoot right now, uh, and he introduced. He knew he was friends with me and. Ducalion, who was recently on your podcast. shout
0: oh, out to Ducalion.
1: And he took us both to go meet Charles one day. I think, like, John just, like, met Charles, like, at a gas station, just randomly off chance, just started having a conversation. And then we met him, and, and Mammoth we used to do, like, punk rock and all that. So, uh, and he wanted to get into hip-hop. Like, he hadn't done any of, of the amazing things we've heard from so far oh, yeah. yet. Like, this is the start. And he met, like, Akil and us, and, like, I was just, like, I wasn't as prepared as I felt like I needed to be at that point. And like Akil definitely was. I was blown away by Akil at that point. So, like, I only did like a little bit of work with him at that point, with Mammoth at that point. And he started working with like SAVs Crew and all that. And I, at that point, honestly, I kind of like started to step away from things. But uh, then some other friends that I went to high school with approached me at a party and said that they were starting a, a record label and they wanted me to be the focus. And I was like, all right, let's try it again. And So uh, we started uh, just, they would send me beats, they're finding beats for me and that they thought I would like and I would write to them. And then they found a studio and we were just working on music, putting out singles uh, and the singles were doing good. I don't even understand. It was like, it's like before the streaming thing and it's like, we put out a single and it'd get like a thousand downloads and like put out and like another and I'm like dude who who's listening to this like I wish we had some kind of tracking for that cuz we were just getting pretty good like traction for like just random singles that we were putting out and I was going to put out a project that I was I I always have controversial names sometimes or I try not to but this one was going to be called Just Ran From The Plantation which was just like it was like it it, it had it had a deeper meaning we don't we don't need to get into it but uh <laughs> but the guy we had the studio with uh he calls us one day and he's like, he calls the manager that I had and said that uh, he understands that we paid for the studio time, but we didn't sign any contracts. And we were inexperienced enough to not sign contracts and to not uh, back up our files. So he's like, you gotta pay, we needed to pay him more money or he was gonna keep everything. And that kind of like did not go too well, you know, it kind of <laughs> escalated into some other things. And so we were out of a studio and since we were already friends with uh, Sean Smart and Moses over in higher education, uh, they reached out to them for studio time. And then that turned into us just coming under the umbrella of higher education records. So from that point on, from like what, 2012, 2013, I was with higher education records and we did like the state fair theme song like that I was part of. Uh, and we just did shows everywhere. We, we went to South by Southwest, performed down there a couple shows. Uh, yeah, we, we, we were all over the place.
0: South by Southwest is awesome. It's a great mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping to go last year with actual credentials, but oh. next year will be the year to
1: do that. Hopefully, Hopefully. man, because it's, it's such a great time, dude. Like, that's when I knew things were, like, really getting serious last year when they canceled South by. It's like, dude, everything's yeah. going to get canceled. It's not going to be Summerfest. It's not going to be anything, man.
0: Yeah. Everything, like, escalated so fast that mm-hmm. that week. Yeah um for sure so um and then well that being said uh so so have you been like pretty much completely independent the last couple years then or
1: uh i would say so like the so the last project i put out which is is all produced by mike regal um just because i love his production you know what i'm saying so like why not and yeah you're talking, I, I,
0: about, I, you're talking about the grump.
1: the grump yeah it was just fully produced by mike regal uh so i just like I don't, I I just got to a point where I felt like I didn't know if like, I just, I I needed to just do my own thing. I felt like if anything, I was leaning on higher education too much to do everything for me. And it's just, I'm, I've learned so much just doing it all myself, like the past couple of years. So like, I'm much happier just, just doing it myself, you know?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I respect that a lot. I kind of feel a similar way to, um, that you're just entirely in control, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's kind of a control thing for me um dope uh so that being said i'd love to hear kind of like your whole sort of like concept going into the grump um first i guess to start like uh uh tell me about the title like where it came from
1: well the grump is just you know uh let's play on like who i am i've always heard from other people though that i just when they see me when i would be at shows and stuff i come off like super standoffish and just grumpy so you know i'm the grump here i am but uh but I personally, if you, when people get to know me, they're like, dude, you're not that guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but that that's what I've heard is the general opinion that I'm just super standoffish. So that's where that comes from. Uh, but with the grump, I mean, honestly, so I was on a, a podcast, a hip hop podcast. Like they don't, we don't need to mention the name of that podcast, but I I used to be on another podcast and um, we were sponsoring the, the first year that, um, that Breaking and Entering did the beat battles. We were one of the oh, sponsors. Tight. So uh, we were judging one of the battles and there were some guys that I hadn't seen in a while. Like I hadn't been on the scene in a couple years and they were asking me like if I was working on music and I was like, no. And they're just like, like, but you're like still like doing things here and there. And I'm just like, no, not at all. And, uh, and their jaws dropped, you know what I'm saying? And like, it was just like in my mind, I was like, I didn't know anybody really cared. I don't know. Like, cause I hadn't just, I stopped doing anything at that point so at that point I was like oh let me contact Regal like the next day I contacted Regal and started buying beats and just to see if I can get back in the swing of things and I really liked what I was hearing personally I was like dude this is gonna work so that started the 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 slow process of making the grump you know
0: oh yeah dude shout out to Regal too he's 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 insane man I I Mm. love that man a lot
1: he's a hard worker
0: dude yeah yeah, he really is. Um, yeah, so, and so there's kind of, like, these little, like, interludes in the record. Um, like, <laughs> you kind of start, like, the intro is, like, a podcast sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I wanted to, like, put, like, references to my podcast in there, but, like, and, I, you know, so with the old school hip-hop, I don't, like, I don't really hear it in, like, rock albums with skits and stuff like that, but in old school hip-hop albums, there were skits and something that would break it up and just try to, you know, make it a little light, but... We don't really hear that too much with most rappers, but I I, I try to do it if I can.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, how do you feel like you like um, grew sonically with this project compared to like past stuff?
1: Well, I say this is definitely my strongest body of work. Uh, I say I I've grown a lot, but because I would say like I was so young with that other stuff and I felt like I needed to sound a certain way or rap about certain things. And now I feel like I'm just more comfortable being myself and just being a regular person and rapping about regular things, but you know, not some fantasy life. So there's that. But I think like my next project, it's Untitled, the one I'm working, on, it's gonna be like my, is easily gonna be my best because like the grump I say, some of like, I'd say like maybe some of those songs were just me trying to like, really learn how to rap again teaching myself how to do it so like and i was seeing my improvements as i was going so like there's certain i know what songs came later and i know where the mark is and i know that what i'm making now is a lot better than that so
0: sure do you mind if um i i I pulled up the track listing here um do you mind if i ask you about a couple songs go right ahead uh tell me about all eyes on me
1: all eyes on me um yeah, it's just the, uh, so I just, I, I like pop music, you know, I like all the stuff. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I was trying to think like maybe my my next album or next project I drop should all be like in the vibe of All Eyes On Me, uh, just more light music and fun music to play with. I like making music like that. It kind of reminded me of like that Milky Chance song. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And it just, yeah. it just, it has a good vibe to it, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I honestly though, cause as I'm supposed to be a real rapper, like that song almost didn't make the album and then it was like everybody's favorite song on the project so it's like uh. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah yeah that that's funny like so it's crazy how that happens sometimes like um i just talked to someone else who like i told him the fate my favorite song in his new record uh almost didn't make it tell me about can i
1: yeah, that's just more like golden age old school hip hop. I'm I was really upset with myself cuz that got positive response, real positive. And I'm like I should have put another verse at least on there. It was like just way too short, but it was like short and sweet, but like I I like that song a lot, dude. Just Regal's production is just so pristine, you know. It just puts me where I need to be uh where at least where I needed to be for that.
0: For sure. I really like um feel like no one i like that song. that's
1: my favorite song on the whole project dude it's just i don't know that's i say that's like where i'm showing like a little bit better level you know on the album uh not not a lot of people i think maybe because like it's later in the album like not a lot of, but it's like dude that's to me i feel like is sonically the best song on the whole project i just, i love that song dude.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, I like it i like the production a lot like too for sure um mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the, the the interlude, um, hey Aunt Jemima,
1: hey Aunt Jemima, yeah, Jemima, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. So, yeah, where did this come from? Was just having uh, fun.
1: So I that almost didn't make the press. <laughs> I was so on the fence about that because, like, ha. Huh, so this was like before like George Floyd and all that when I recorded it. So after that, I'm like, I can't put this out. Um, but I I was like, oh let's I played it. I let some people hear it, and they're like, oh, I didn't really think it was that bad. And I'm like, okay, let's keep it on. But so it all really was a joke because um, I'm a big fan of like combat sports and like boxing and all that. So when Tyson Fury was fighting Deontay Wilder the second time, I'm a big I'm a fan of Tyson Fury. My cousin. Abdul was saying like, oh, you don't like being black. How can you root for the white fighter and all that? Just saying all this nonsense, joking with me. So like, as a joke to my my uncle and my cousin were both saying this, as a joke to them, I like just like on the way to studio then like the next day or something, or it was either the day of, and I was like on the way to the studio and I like just saw something that said Delilah. And it like, I was like, oh shit, hang hey, in, The lyrics just popped in my head as I was going. And I was like, I got something to record, Andrew. <laughs> gotta do it right now
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that's funny yeah i mean it was um still very entertaining Um, i
1: liked it it was not received poorly as i i don't know maybe i was like overthinking it but (laughs) it was received pretty okay
0: right on so um yeah that being said so tell me a little bit more about so i know you said your new project is uh untitled but uh yeah i just love to hear just kind of like you're at with it and what your ideas are going into it
1: well so as i was saying i wanted to lean toward more of a like like the sound of like all eyes on me but even with that so i've actually the last project was all produced by mike regal but since that time i've like made it my mission to learn them to make beats and do production and i feel pretty good about it so i'm gonna produce my next project And I've been writing some some really good music to it. I think I'm gonna drop an EP uh, possibly later this year. Doesn't have a t- it. It might be called t- Talking, just with an apostrophe at the end. No G. But <laughs> so like that might be the name of the project. But um, I don't know. Just all my music is my point. I just try to have like just with just good energy with it. You know what I'm saying? Just when you hear it, I think about like how it how it would sound and how it would come off when I'm performing it. Like that's a big thing for me when I'm writing music. It's just like, just the energy. How can I rock this crowd? Is that all goes into it when I'm writing music. So, this next project is gonna be a lot of energy in there.
0: <laughs> It'll be dope uh, once shows are thin again. Uh, I'd love to see you perform.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. Dude. It's that was the one bummer. It was like, should I not drop this problem, this album, uh, the grump? But if I didn't, I probably would have never dropped it. So. Was, but, I, you know, I can always keep making new music. So it's what I do. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. It, and that's an interesting thing to think about is, like, what songs are you going to take from there, from that, and bring them into a live setting, especially with COVID? Like, not like there were shows, so people might be playing or performing, like, all new stuff, like, on in their sets, you know? Like, mm-hmm. what's going to be new? What's still going to be old? That sort of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know, Um, I feel like I've been away from the scene for so long. Like I haven't performed probably in like three years, I would say. So like, I can just do, pull from anywhere, you know? And it's all relatively new, but I feel like I still have some people who would come out and see me and still love to hear like all the old stuff from my project. Uh, Uncle Tom's EP uh, got songs like My Name's Jermaine and like that. that's just always does well whenever I perform it. So like, you know, I just can't wait to get back out here
0: cool right on well yeah looking forward to it um tell me about your podcast
1: the Babylon 5 podcast um it's a weekly podcast I record it every Sunday drop it on Monday um I usually every week the one constant is I talk about combat sports but for the other rest of the podcast it's just random topics whatever I feel like it's music or current events a documentary I saw or whatever um Yeah, it's just super random it it originally started because i was in school to be a for it to be a network specialist and they were saying how like the it companies really want to see that someone can like either start like a vlog or something and just have an online presence and show that they can stay consistent with it and uh so that's what how it originally started but now i'm just gonna rock with it you know i don't know if i'm really pursuing those it goals anymore but i'm just gonna keep rocking with the podcast and it's growing I feel like especially on like Instagram it's doing pretty well but yeah I like it. I think it's doing pretty well
0: cool and can folks listen like anywhere like is it all across yep. the board uh,
1: in, uh it's on uh <laughs> let's look at this list uh Stitchers, Spotify Podbean Apple Podcasts iHeartRadio and YouTube pretty much anywhere podcast stream
0: <laughs> yeah right I um yeah do you know do you use Anchor?
1: no i i I use Podbean.
0: okay i i I do my i distribute mine through anchor but yeah i are there
1: are there some benefits to that
0: uh it just puts it on all the all the not really i mean there there's like a little sponsorship they give you like when you first start and it can give you up to 50 bucks but um for what just to put put ads oh on on, yeah oh that's interesting but once mm. you hit 50 bucks, then you have to go find your own sponsors. So I haven't done any of that. Um,
1: but this that is sounds handy. cool though, it, it makes your podcast sound a little more perf- like official, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It the only thing it took forever to get the show on Spotify. Um, i had to like contact like anchor support and be like why is spotify being so difficult and they 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 fixed it for me but yeah no it's it's useful it just gets it on all the other wherever you listen to podcasts
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah i just uploaded to podbean and, and they upload it everywhere else
0: nice yeah. I, don't, yeah I don't know if
1: it's on title or not it should be but yeah, sure i'm probably oh. the only person that uses title but
0: <laughs> <laughs> um what'd you so uh so you just recorded one yesterday yep just released it earlier today Cool, what, what, what's, uh, what's on this one? What's the latest? Uh...
1: Uh, well, I was talking about Lil Nas X and the shoes. I thought the shoes were amazing. I mean, I'm not religious, I'll put that out there. So like, I don't have like any drawbacks when I see these shoes, I thought they looked pretty cool. And then when I see the video, I'm like, the visuals are amazing. Like, I don't, you know, I don't have the drawbacks. I just enjoy it for what it is. Uh, so I'm talking about that and UFC, like fights that are coming up, like Conor McGregor's fighting again soon. And uh, just talking about Easter, I didn't, I just I'm not religious. I don't I didn't understand why what was going on. <laughs> I just ran, you know. I just go on rants, you know, babbles, yeah. if you will. Do you do you uh, bring guests at all on? I have, um, but I haven't recently. Usually, the most constant guest is my wife. But uh, yeah, I haven't had too many guests on.
0: Sure, no, that's that's alright. I. Yeah, I've never done a podcast just me, which makes it a little more of a talk show, I guess, than just a podcast. But yeah, everyone everyone has their own recipe, you know.
1: I'm a big fan of uh Bill Burr's podcast. It's just him just going off, you know what I'm saying? For like two hours. So funny, dude. Yeah, yeah. dude. That's it's probably like my favorite podcast. So <laughs> that's why I'm like I don't I don't know why I'm so comfortable just talking to myself for an hour or so here, but it's I just love Bill's podcast and I try to emulate if i can you know
0: <laughs> and, um, it's better to cast that into the air than hold it in if you mm-hmm. have if you feel a type of way about something for sure so i i get that um awesome uh i'll, I'll post the link to it uh so folks appreciate that you know. yeah oh well, uh dude i appreciate you being on the show today uh appreciate great to you formally meet you man yeah yeah
1: dude You're cool, i like dude. that you
0: took a break from uh being in the office yeah
1: (laughs) gotta get back michael michael's calling you know what i'm saying right
0: Uh, yeah um so uh as we're closing out um i ask everyone the same two things uh first jermaine uh what keeps you up at night
1: oh nothing man i fall asleep like that i'm (laughs) i have no troubles (laughs) well that's
0: good um well that 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 uh kind of makes the second question pretty easy which is what puts you to sleep um
1: good weed um <laughs> uh, you know i uh, just you know my wife you know just cuddling with my wife you know that's and some good. Good weed <laughs> right. wife and weed
0: all right yeah <laughs> that's good uh you're not you, you don't um stress much at the end of the day like
1: you're. No. you're Most people who know me, they're like, yo, you're too nonchalant about (laughs) that. Yeah, but it's
0: it's also like, but it's also like kind of like a paradox when it's like, oh, you're a grump. You're standoffish.
1: Yeah. (laughs) No, it's just like I have like like resting angry black guy face. So like, that's why they're like, oh man, he's a standoffish. But inside, I'm just chilling like i'm not not even like thinking it's like the meme where it's like he's probably thinking about other women and it's like my my thought bubble would be just completely blank like there's nothing i'm just chilling that's my face
0: right like yeah yeah like you could be thinking about like i don't know a banana dancing
1: or something Mm -hmm. like
0: (laughs) Like, it's peanut butter
1: jelly time man right right
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude i um yeah no i this is sort of my outlet to be like you know, enthusiastic and color. Like, I feel like I'm kind of a grump when I'm out and about too. Like I'm I'm pretty introverted.
1: No, I, I feel like, you know, when people are trying to do, you're doing things, you're busy, you know, it's pretty easy. Maybe you're hungry, you know, it's all these things can factor into it. You know? That's a big
0: one. I'm always hungry.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm actually going to be, I'm hungry. I'm going to be making lunch after this. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, thanks again for being on the show. I appreciate
1: it. Thank you so much for having me, dude.
0: Yeah, man, great to great to meet you and, and whatnot. Um, so for everyone watching, I'll be tagging the link to Jermaine Events Music so you can check out his stuff. Uh Grump is streaming everywhere. Um, stay tuned for his uh new uh music uh to be out soon. And uh check out the Babylon five.
1: Babylon Five Podcast.
0: Babylon Five podcast. I'll be tagging the link to that too. Thanks for watching Mr. Nice Guy. Dude, oh
1: my God. I didn't even think about that. Like I'm the Babylon 5 podcast and I'm dressed like Dwight. I didn't even think about it, honestly. That just popped in my head, but okay. Cool. There you go. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, Thanks for watching Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. See ya.